that a Brizzy? Who's Scott Green or who's got the green? June Rats here at Triple M. This is homegrown all Australian music and all Australian drama slash singer from Spider Bait Cram joins me right now. You're about to hit the road with the living end, the Foves, Tumbleweed, Veruca Salt and the Lemonhead. A day on the green. This is a bit like the big day out because they've got a few international bands and I know the Lemonheads and Veruca Salt are coming out for it. It started like one of those sort of home bake Australian festivals and now it just reminds me of a really early big day out festival. Mm. So yeah. I'm really looking forward to it. And you mentioned earlier, we are kind of lamenting the loss of festivals like Home Bake and Big Day Out. But then yeah. again, we've grown up as well, haven't we? Yeah. I mean, there's lots of festivals still. I mean, there's so many fans. I think overall, the state of live music in Australia is so strong and people still come out to shows. So it's really good. Only these days we drink wine at wineries, Cram. <laughs> yes, I don't. I mean, I do. I love wine. But no, <laughs> it's, it's, it's funny because I think when we first... Um, said yes to doing it. I didn't really know too much about it, but a lot of people are saying, what are you doing this wine thing? And it's like, and we got to the gig and it was like, literally, this, it was, I think, a lot more rock and, and um, you know, old sort of mega rock festival vibe than I think they were used to when they got Leonard Cohen out or when mm. they got like some of the other more retro acts. So in a way, our our version of Down the Green, these, this tour and the last one is a little bit like a bit of a different stream of the same space for them. And, um, yeah, it just certainly feels like... It, it doesn't feel like a whole bunch of people sipping wine. It feels like a lot of crazy people getting off chops and going nuts. <laughs> I want to talk about the inclusion of the Foves and Tumbleweed because they're, mm. bo- they're bands that I, I guess haven't had the same longevity as, say, yourself and, and The Living End, mm. which is sad in a way because they were great bands, obviously the Weeds from Wollongong, who yep. were the first local band to be signed internationally in the 90s. Yeah. I guess when they first came out, they were kind of, I think they really set the benchmark for mm. a lot of those early 90s bands and were one of the very first bands to sign a massive international record deal with Atlantic Records which just didn't happen back then yeah. and one of the, I think one of the reasons because if you listen to a lot of our early stuff and even the Meanies and Living End and a lot of the other Australian bands from that period you know it's pretty trashy pretty lo-fi but Tumbleweed had this massive almost really international quality of sound and they still have it today there's something about that band that to me has always sounded really international and also in terms of getting that sort of deal when no one else did I remember the first time I saw them I think it was at the club in Collingwood years ago and just so powerful and and Richie is like one of my closest friends and just has such this great personality on stage as a singer and and fantastic songs so when they when they reformed with the original lineup a few years ago I remember watching them I think it was a festival and I was standing with um, one of the guys out of Magic Dirt and we always had tears in our eyes, me and Adam, and just like, oh my God, these songs, you know, hadn't heard them for so long. And it's just as powerful as ever with that same sound. And Rich told me that um, when they reformed, they, you know, because they hadn't played together or hung out for years and years, and they all got together for rehearsal, and they're all a little bit sheepish and like, oh, what are you, what are we doing here? And he's like, right, let's just play Sundial and see how it goes. And they just started playing, and he said it was the best version of Sundial that ever played, and then they all just cracked up laughing. <laughs> it was like the music and the band itself in everyone's body and soul just never dies, you know. Here's a snippet of Sundial. Let's just remind people of the brilliance of Tumbleweed. Uh, tumbleweed, bring back memories for you, Cram? Yeah. Um, all of us were on Universal together and one of those, I guess, a group of those bands who signed big deals to major labels and came out of the indie scene where we were on like, we were on a go-go and I think Tumbleweed were on a um, waterfront, waterfront on, in Sydney. And that was a, it was a time of great turmoil because a lot of the, you know, you'd grown up in this punk scene where you're doing everything yourself and then all of a sudden these 
record labels are throwing all this money at you and Triple J's flogging you and all of a sudden you're this massive band and you, I think your natural scepticism as, an, as a punk rocker was like, what the, oh, I don't know. And some, I think some found it harder to deal with than others. But in the end, um, well, some of us, I guess, we're all lucky to, to still be here and playing great shows. But that, that period of music is really important to me in Australian culture. Cram from Spiderbait's my very special guest here tonight on Homegrown. Let's have a listen to them right now, Triple M. Welcome into the show if you've just tuned in. Jane Gazzo with you. Cram from Spiderbait's my very special guest. Cram, you guys have been together for over 20 years now. The longevity you guys have endured is really admirable, but I guess one thing that doesn't get talked about is that you've had the same management since day uh, one. Your tireless manager, Fiona Duncan, is, has really helped steer your career in a sense. I guess she's like the fourth member of Spiderbait, isn't she? We wouldn't be here still playing without Fee, and tell, she's she's the fourth me. mem- she's the fourth member of our band because the, one of the, re- the one of the main reasons is that if this, you always have someone who believes in you more than anyone else, like really believes in your band and really linking in with us. So we have that that two women and two men sort of like traveling the country together, and also so much incredible hard work that she's put in not just in the good times but the down times because you do have ups and downs. You have moments where every festival wants to book you, and then another time where no one does the manager is always there and it just gives you as an artist a sense of um consistency and i know for certain bands who've chopped and changed managers many times over the years it's quite a different energy it's a little bit more maybe sometimes they're a bit unknown as to what's coming in the future so we've been really lucky to have fiona and um still are and i I can't imagine us without her as i say she's a fourth member of the band and when things aren't going well you're not you're not alone and when things are going great there's someone also great to celebrate with and it just gives allows you that that feeling especially if you're hoping to have a long career mm. and yeah she's always there and i just you know after i, I did I, when i did the the uh, did a version of the sunny boys song here at triple m and she's the first person to text so that was awesome you know so it's a, it's a, for an artist it's probably the most important relationship to have it just proves that adage behind every great band is a great manager. What's been your most proudest musical achievement, Cram? It's been a few. When I was a kid growing up watching Countdown, listening to commercial radio in the country, which is like, that's all I had. I remember I went down to Melbourne once to stay with my cousins and I heard this weird radio station called Triple R. And I'm like, whoa, this is so freaky. And it was like Nick Cave or something. Like, oh my God, what is this? It's freaking me out. Because I was a real, we we're all commercial pop kids. And I just thought, you know, having that feeling like, oh, imagine if you had a number one, you know. So when we, when we had a number one single, a few years ago it was just a real real trip and I think when we won the Hottest 100 it, it maybe not at the time but in retrospect it was it yeah, was really right. amazing being the first Australian band to win it and just also playing um, the first time we played the Big Day Out in Sydney when we played I remember we played Old Man Sam and I, it, I can distinctly me- remember a, a shift in us so we'd played we'd played some good shows in Melbourne and Sydney and we were a pretty hip band and all that and then we went on stage you know to whatever I think back then it was at the showgrounds and it was like 35,000 people and the whole crowd sang this song and we just couldn't believe it and we we literally changed we walked off stage this sort of festival band you know whereas before we kind of felt like we were a pub band the best thing is really just to be able to play with janet and wit like just this weird anomaly of like my oldest friend in the world who i used to jam in the backyard with and and then this incredible woman who was an artist who'd never played music before and we you know became best friends too and we all kind of just said oh why don't we start a band and then all of a sudden bruce milne wanted to sign us at a go-go and wally meany's giving us a gig at the tote and 
years go by and here I am talking to you. So it's <laughs> it's kind of that, that great thing about a, a great band is this is a chance moment, but the group of friends and how they can create this magic together because you can't really create it. It has to be done spontaneously. So mm. it's I think it's all of those things combined. Well, you mentioned recording a song here at Triple M during the week, the Sunny Boys classic Alone With You. And, of course, they're on the road at the moment winding up their reunion tour. Let's have a listen to your version, Cram, Alone With You, recorded live. We'll be hitting the road with my very special guest, Cram from Spiderbait, as part of a day on the green. It's a 90s lineup and it's fantastic. I'll get to the tour dates in just a second. But, Cram, uh, we were talking about Melbourne and obviously Finlay, where you're from, but these days you are just like every other guest that comes on my show. <laughs> you call Byron Bay home. Now, I just want to give you a roll call of people that I actually know that live in Byron Bay. Scotty Owen from The Living End, yep. Bernard from Bernie, Powderfinger, yep. and he's got his studio there with Nick Dadia. Yep. Um, Andrew Stockdale from Wolf Mother. Pat Davin from Grinspoon. Xavier Rudd. Angus Stone lives there as Angus well. Angus Stone does live there, yep. And All um, of the Babe Rainbow guys live there. The Hemsworths. Um, yeah, the Hemsworths <laughs> During the there. summer, perhaps. Um, there's a, yeah, there's heaps. It's what just like, is going on? I don't know. I just like I guess for me, um, we lived in North Carlton for so many years and then we had children and then Rhea was from... Um, up from up that way and we just thought we'd make the chains and we just went up there and bought a house and I, I live really close to um, Splendour in the Grass in a place called South Golden Beach which is super chilled and twice a year when Splendour and Falls are on it goes crazy so it's only five minutes from there and I'm, it's it's just great to, to be in nature it's a beautiful place to live but I think culturally it's really people care about the environment up there there's a lot of compassionate sort of people it's a great place to raise your, your kids and I think because for me I travel so much um, it was just nice to make a change out of living in the city for so long. You get to a point in your life, I think, where you just need to do something new. Mm. And, yeah, it's it's beautiful up there. It's really cool. In 91, you released your first single, Circle K, which means this year it's your 27th anniversary. You're nearing 30 years. If, hypothetically, it was all to end tomorrow, the band break up, not suggesting for a moment that it would, but how would you like to be remembered? Just, it'd just be, I'd just be happy for us to be remembered as part of a great music scene. Part of our mentality as a band is that we just we just love doing it so much and the longer we go it seems like the bigger we get like we just it's it's actually been really beneficial to us to hang around like the, our shows now are just seem so much more happening than maybe they were 20 years ago when we were still sort of finding our feet <laughs> <laughs> this year we were um, a whole bunch of our stuff was put in an, in an exhibit in the, um, in the Australian Music Vault and we were so chuffed to be chosen to have this stuff in there and then we went to the exhibition in the opening and had a bunch of photos and all that and just to see like some old lyrics and old artwork and some of my drumsticks and there's even this book of wits that he used to write every single gig we ever did in it and an old poster I think it's an old teeth poster for when we used to play with the throwaways and, and, um, and, the, and the meanies and um and the gutter snipes and oh. when we all kind of cut our teeth in the early, really early or go-go days yeah. and to see all that stuff behind glass in this really schmick kind of it just made us go whoa and it's actually it makes you feel like you're part of this this line going all the way back to jo to, to Johnny O'Keefe and ACDC and all the way through Midnight Oil and now it's mm. us and then there's new bands turn mm. so just happy to be remembered as part of that that 
beautiful space and that beautiful culture that Australian music is. A Day on the Green featuring Spiderbait, The Living End, Veruca Salt, Lemonheads, Foves and Tumbleweed kicks off Saturday, February 24th in New South Wales at Bimbadjan Winery, Mount Cotton Winery, Queensland on Sunday, February 25th and March 11 at Mount Dunedin Estate in Victoria. Cram, it's always a pleasure to catch up with you. I really do enjoy our chats. Thanks so much for being part of Homegrown tonight. Thanks, Jane. It's a pleasure to be here and um, I always feel sentimental and happy to see you. Right now, this is the latest from Lime Cordial. It's called Temper Temper, Triple M.